Welcome to another edition of Scarves Up, the Seattle Sounders podcast. I'm Nathaniel Maymoudis, along with David Maymoudis. Hello. And a lot of games that we haven't talked about. CONCACAF, we'll talk about the Women's League, uh, MLS, and the U.S. Men's National Team. So a lot going on. Three MLS games for the Sounders, two CONCACAF games. So going far back, they got back on the winning track on winning track against Orlando, 4-0. And then RSL, 2-0 loss. And then Yesterday, 2-1 win against Portland. Which, of course, being good Sounders fans, that eliminates everything else. The season is now a success. We've beaten Portland. Portland, our biggest rivals. It was a great match. Oakland Martins gets one, gets the first goal. Then he's the reason we get the penalty. Pre-controversial call. It could have gone the other way. It could have been no foul. It could have been a foul on Quarze. It could have been a red card for Quarze and the penalty. And it ends up just being the penalty and no cards. But 2-1, Jack Dewsbury gets the other goal for Portland. And Portland looked like they were maybe a little more likely to score the last goal than the Sounders were to get a third. Portland looked very well. Stephen Fry, man in match in this game. He played phenomenal. He stopped. Uh, he had, in first half had three great saves. Diego Valeri, he denied. He denied Milan, Milano uh, the, uh, off his line. But he's been looking great. And with that, the Sounders in sixth place, tied with San Jose. And... Uh, San Jose has one game in hand, but this week, weekend, of course, course was a really good weekend for the Sounders. Of course, not, I mean, it could be better if San Jose wasn't the team playing the Galaxy, but the two top teams, Vancouver and LA Galaxy, they both got losses, and they both lost really good center backs. Uh, Leonardo got sent off for the Galaxy, and then uh, Kendall Watson got a red card for Vancouver uh, against Houston. But San Jose, they got the points against LA Galaxy. FC Dallas, they beat Arcel uh, and Sporting Kansas City and Colorado. Colorado has their fourth straight win, and Sporting Kansas City has... Their fourth straight loss. And their coach was not happy about it. Peter Vermees, after the game, had comments. Same Camp Portland, uh, both about how their teams shouldn't have lost, didn't lose, and if they were, it was all the referees' fault, and they will definitely be getting fined. But Sporting Kansas City, they've only played 25 games, so they still got nine more. Um, and I would and, and they if they if they if this keeps going, like as long as the Sounders, they they could be in trouble as San Jose and the Sounders start to pick up, and 
the Houston Dynamo, they're still in it, and... Really, nobody's out of it in the West. Really, no one's out of it. You got Colorado Rapids are actually ahead of RSL right now. So, and everyone's really still in it. And even RSL, you know, is only eight points behind fourth place Kansas City. Last week, their win against the Sounders really helped them, but right back when where they were back in May and June in 10th place if you look at the Eastern Conference the other rivalry week match matches besides LA San Jose the California Classical and the and Portland and Seattle and uh, DC United versus New York Red Bulls this goes back all the way now all the way back 20 years uh, good game in New York wins that three to zero, but and so they now trail DC by two points in the Eastern Conference, but DC has played three more games than them. So New York Red Bulls, I would say they're my favorite team in the East, and uh, I would uh, and I expect them to make it. Of course, Orlando City, they're known this is place. New England Revolution still in fifth. Uh, Toronto FC, so there's Nets matchup. They move to fourth. And then uh, Columbus Crew, SC are in third. Philadelphia Union, 27 points. One win, and they could be in that sixth spot. Orlando City, they have 29 points. So, really, it's it's going to be interesting who will get that last spot. Montreal still doing well. Right, Montreal, I guess, has the inside track on it because they've only played 23 games. Because of their late start, because of their CONCACAF Champions League from last year. Well, a big, big help for the Sounders is that Sebastian Giovinco injured in his game against the Montreal Impact. Uh, and not what you wanted. Uh, Definitely tried to look good, and they got and they get the win. Uh, of course, Didier Drogba didn't play yet, uh, but Sebastian Giovinco, he is definitely. If Toronto makes the playoffs, playoffs, and they go far, I, I mean, I'm I'm not really. I don't like Robbie Keane, but Sebastian Giovinco. He is MVP. I would say he right now is MVP, and he's getting and he's still in running for the Golden Boot. Kai Kamara said by one goal, now, I believe. Do we know he's definitely out for the Sounders game? Well, what I've heard, it's looking like he'll be out for a week. So we'll hope that that will be a huge loss to Toronto. Uh, that be and that would be great for the Sounders. But uh, besides that, they still have weapons. Michael Bradley, Josie Altidore, the Sounders are definitely going to have to work. Uh, Michael Bradley and, and Clint Dempsey, prob- I, I would expect them to be for that game. Uh, not of left. They got caught up for the U.S. men's national team. Now, I have to ask you, does this annoy you a little about how Clint Dempsey got caught up? Just that it seems like every day we're about to get him back, he goes off and does something else. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, he might not go if he's not healthy enough. But I have to say, I mean, hope I I think he'll still be there for the Toronto game. So I think there's a good possibility he'll play then. 
And you have to admit, it's hard to give up a chance to play Brazil if you get to play. I mean, yeah, I mean, Brazil, but I st still, I mean, a lot of MOS players, I mean, who aren't usually called up to the countries they're from, are getting called up, so I don't think this is like when you call up your best players, but, I mean, Jurgen Klinsmann is calling up the players for these games. Basically, I would say it's a practice for that Mexico game, yep. and he wants to get into the Confederate Cup. The Confederations the Cup. Confeder Confederations Cup. Yeah. But uh, I would say it's it's really gonna be interesting uh, to see how how they play out against Peru and and Brazil, both good teams. Yeah. So uh, that that Peru game on Friday, and then the Brazil game following will follow. Well, that Toronto game, hopefully Clint Dempsey will be back. Uh, what's your prediction for that scoreline? Oh, I'm going to say 3-1 to one Sounders, because it's just a lot more fun than predicting something else. Uh, okay, I'll, I'll agree with you on that. We'll say 3-1. to one. Uh, What do you think? One goal each for Valdez, Martins, and Dempsey? That would be fun. I would I would expect to see I would hope for a three three four uh, and see uh, and, and see Dempsey, Valdez and Martins up top and then in the middle hopefully Andres Ivanoswitz, uh Alonzo and uh, Freeberg in the middle. Then you can play the normal back line okay. Torres Marshall. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what he comes up with. So it'll be interesting to watch. I just have to say one thing about the Timbers. I mean, I love Torres. Torres is always smiling, and he's looked good in the week. I mean, in real RSL, he gets the handball call. He doesn't argue at all. Yeah. I, I like that. And he's definitely filling a, a void for interesting hair that has been missing since DeAndre Yedlin left and, the team. Yes. I, I definitely think... They're both very good, but Milano showed this, that Chad Marshall and him aren't the fastest people in the world. So Tyrone Mears and O'Neill Fisher, who's been looking well, I mean, I respect, I mean, Dylan Remick, he's he's still great, and Leo Gonzalez, he's so great, I, I don't think they're injured, but they, they're, they've been looking, they need to stay back, and on corners, they're staying back, and... We got our defense working well. Stephen Fry, back them up. Okay, let's talk CONCACAF Champions League. Uh, two games against Olympia. Two ugly games against Olympia. Two games where I would say that there should have been at least five red cards. <laughs> uh, two, two, one, uh, Brett, two goals. Uh, one in the 90th minute by Eric Freeberg, which... Looked offsides, but wasn't offsides because it was headed back by uh, by an Olympia player. But Olympia takes the lead in both games first, and in the second game in Olympia we couldn't catch up. But it was Albert Ellis who who was the man for them. He he looked well, and uh, Brad Evans. Then he could have obviously been sent off in the first game, taunting the keeper. Keeper tries to kick him out, and then if that is when it really started to look ugly. But yeah, 
And now, even uglier for the Sounders, we're in a position we don't like to be in, where we're dependent on the Vancouver Whitecaps. Well, right now in the in the standings, Group F, Devaney, the group of death, since only one team gets to go through, but Olympia with the three points, we have four points, Vancouver with one point. But I've decided, but if you look, you think about it, our best possibility is two ties. If we get two ties, the worst is if Olympia, Olympia cannot win twice. Olympia wins twice, twice it's bad. If they win, if they win once, that's also bad because they can also tie. Yeah. Tie, but two ties would put Vancouver at three points, and then Olympia at five points, and all we would have to do. Do would have to, we'd either have to beat Vancouver, and Vancouver would be looking for a win because they want to stay away. So we'd either have to beat them, or if we tied, we would have to tie by the goal difference, which is the first tiebreaker. But anyway, we're not in the great position, but I, we'll still hope we'll, we can make it out of this alive. In other games, Riasal Lake won, uh, played uh, one game and they got one win. They're in Group G. We'll see how they do in a pretty easy group. America, last year's winners, Group E, they're in first. They've got two wins. Uh, LA Galaxy, two wins of in their Group D. Ten goals over those two wins. They're having a pretty easy group. And then, of course, you got uh, DC United, uh, the other team in Group H, and they have two wins as well. Uh, let's talk to Seattle Rain. Uh, they have clinched the top seed. Well, the playoffs are going to be set. The top seed is the Seattle Rain, Rain so we'll, we'll be happy about that, me, and hopefully we can win again, but uh, the Chicago Red Stars and the Washington uh, Spirit and FC Kansas City, the teams that are going to be contenders in that. But And how does the playoff schedule work in the NWSL this year now? Uh, the Seattle Rain... Are well, the top four teams playing? Yes, it's a, it's the top four. There's only there's only uh, nine teams, so you can't really have more than having four. eight in would be a little too much. Um, well, and when is the first playoff game? I believe we have the schedule starts, there. It starts September. Uh, starts soon. Uh, the first game is on Wednesday, September two. So that game is this coming Wednesday. Uh, the two uh, as Sky Blue FC and Kansas. Oh, well, you know, it looks like eight of the nine teams do make the playoffs. Well, we're not we're not clear on NWSL, but we'll be rooting for the Seattle Rain as they got. And is it a one? They, is it a home and home playoff? That you know, or is it? I'm not sure, but four. But they beat the other teams. They have forty. And then the next team. Well, actually, no way. So that I think that's just there's one more week left in the regular season. And then you see it says the semifinals, the Seattle Rain are going to be playing at Memorial Stadium. 
Um, so the Seattle Rain have all of clinched on Sunday the thirteenth home field. So it'll be interesting to see how they do then. Well, it's gonna be a fun playoffs. Uh, of course, let's talk about the other games next week. A lot of games not happening because of the holiday. They, but of course, the Brazil game. That game is on a Tuesday uh, at eight p.m. You know, at, the United States has another game before then. Yes, they play Peru on Friday. And then a slate of and then MLS games more over the MLS weekend. games, games coming, and then on on the weekend after the Toronto game on the Sunday, only one game is the Columbus FC Dallas game. That one should be interesting. More games coming as as Olympia and Vancouver. They'll play each other soon. But right now, what really could be, what is starting to look like a very interesting game is San Jose versus the Sounders. They're fighting for this sixth spot at the moment, and this really could determine which team is going to make the playoffs in San Jose. San Jose has beaten us two times this season. We'll hope for the change. That game is after the Toronto game. Well, I think we've covered everything somehow. We've got it all in here. Well, I think there's not any, anything else you'd like to mention. No, let's wish the Sounders luck in Toronto. Uh, it's in Seattle. It's in Toronto. Okay, that too. Okay, well that's it. Now remember, hold your scarves up!